now is your time. Welcome, play. ladies and gentlemen, to the 13th floor, where the furniture isn't always the best, but the views are amazing. I'm your moderator, B. Jones, and today I'm joined by the man, Carol Kadaya. What's happening? What's happening? I appreciate you. <laughs> Call me out first. <laughs> yeah, we're going to get you out of the way, man. Good, man. I'll be boring like Jay, then. Heck no. Heck no. It's only four of us this week, man. We can't, we can't afford that. We can't afford that. What you mean, man? I just wanted to celebrate his presence, man. Yeah. All, none of it. Well, his lack of presence. <laughs> <laughs> He's Jay Barry B. Fresh. Hold on, hold on, hold on. I, I got you. I got you. Huh? Oh. Uh, Hey, shout yes. to the new trailer. It's I hope you're official. Oh, I've heard great things about oh, this new trailer, man. Man. Wow. Yeah, I haven't seen it yet, though. Oh, uh, man, I'll drop you the link right now. You see who the real fans are. You see who the real fans are. Crazy. Serious. But, like Mr. That. Fresh Ovation, we coming your way, man. What's happening, bro? You know, I'm just uh, enjoying myself. Uh, I had the opportunity to go to the game this weekend and, you know, yes, another, another W. Uh, another exciting, I mean, that catch was nothing short of amazing. The energy in the stadium uh, <laughs> was, uh, I will say, Orange Bowl-esque. That it was, mm-hmm. uh, you know, it was nice. It was, uh, I definitely, uh, <laughs> it's great to be a Miami Hurricane. It is super yeah. great to be a Miami Hurricane right now. Uh, was it actual monsoon in the stadium? Because I was watching it on. Uh, so I mean, when it looked mad foggy at times. The the, the change in the atmosphere around the fourth quarter <laughs> was probably only like um, five minutes left. Literally, you felt the felt the the clouds about to take over the stadium. You look up and you just see them just start coming over the whole stadium. <laughs> And everybody's looking up like, what's going on? And you just hear that rain. I mean, it was coming down in buckets. Um, I mean, nothing but blessings. The fact that my section, I was in... Uh, <laughs> he was in the cover section. Yeah, yeah right? In, I, I was in the, <laughs> so, look, you know, the new stadium, I will give them... Uh, they made a lot of upgrades that there are very few sections. And actually, from what I've, I've noticed from the design and what I was told, that literally they have the only spot that catches sun is the visitor section. <laughs> so let them bake. when we got there, nice. let them bake. You could see like, oh man, that sucks. You can see one section where they are just getting baked. <laughs> Later on, I was talking to some friends after we uh, post tailgated that um, you know they said that that's the only section that gets. Host uh, tailgate. Oh yeah, that's, yeah, that's man. The turn up be real. You want a game was, like that? Look, <laughs> the energy. Like we were, we were down. We were the, yeah. the energy yeah. of the crowd. People were leaving. You know Ooh. that it was it was down. But there was still a nice crowd, especially when you consider these past you know ten years where crowds have been dismal out mm. there. You know, have been almost nothing. And like I said, when that. When the clouds rolled over and the rain started, it was almost like we all got re-energized and washed away all the pain. And, and you could <laughs> feel the shift in not just the, 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 the energy in the crowd, but literally the, the players on the field just got that energy of this is going to be our game because this is, a, this is a, a South Florida Miami football game. And I mean, that fourth 11 yards to go, the same guy runs the same play <laughs> and I mean, that catch double was I double team. They knew every everybody knew where this ball is going. And this this guy, this, this tight end, doesn't even start 
makes one I of the I thought it was Amari Richards that caught the last. Uh, it was the yeah, same I thought guy. so too. It was the, it was same, the same guy. guy. That's him, Amari Richards. Yeah. Oh, oh, okay. I don't, is he a tight end? He's I a tight he end. Number eighty-one. No, he's eighty-one. A tight yeah. end. He tight doesn't end. even start. He doesn't even start. He's a tight end wow. and doesn't even wow. start. That's fine. I'll take him coming yes. off the bench if he gonna make those right? <laughs> Two weeks in a row energy. has has made some of the most amazing catches I've ever seen in Miami history. And dare I say it, it is feeling like the beginning of the year. It really is, man. When you think about it, where we came from, you know, all the down years, and then we, a lot of things are starting to go our way. At the I just, day. I just want us to play two halves of football. Can we play? It's crazy. <laughs> Once we finally figure out to put that together, you man, know, we're gonna look, be unstoppable. I'll tell you like this: I prefer that we've come to play the second half of football, <laughs> and, and normally what we are doing <clears throat> was playing only the first half of football. So I'm very um, happy with the swing of things, and I will take um, these. Uh, while I don't um, want them all the time, they do bring the spirit and the. Um, the direction and focus back to the team and, and make people, you know, feel that energy and that that what we felt growing up and, and going to the games. That's that true. same love and energy for the team and the excitement that it built around. Hey, that's great. But I did not feel cardiac canes growing up. <laughs> cardiac canes. <laughs> yeah, I did we not did. feel that. Two thousands the two thousands was pretty come back. We no. were savages. No, we were savages. Yeah, we were savages. We were just like yeah. destroying yeah. everything. That's why it was such a, uh, a heartbreaking loss to Ohio because of all the BS. Yeah, we, were, we were just stomping. I, I was there at the game, too. Yeah. Remember, they were throwing, they were throwing like, all kinds of flags. Like, yeah. Back then, it was crazy. Reggie, <laughs> Andre, like, they were, yo, they were just getting loose back in our day. Yeah, man. It was amazing. Faison, I ain't forget about you, man. You oh, fresh, it's okay. It's fresh okay. On, on for a little while, but welcome no, back, right. Mr. BFBG. Welcome Glad back. to have you welcome here. Back. Welcome back. Congratulations. I don't know if I told you face-to-face, kind of, sort of, we are right now, but oh, congratulations we on a newborn. Thank you. Thank you. I've been in a hole. <laughs> I've been literally in my in the cave, just just sleeping and feeding and cleaning and feeding and cleaning. Uh, but it's been it's been great. Little Ace is here. He is already. Uh, he'll be a month in two days. He's already ten pounds. Um, he'll probably be about eleven in another day or so. So uh, he's another big guy. Uh, yeah, just just happy, happy, good, and tired <laughs> all at the same time. Wow. How's Nami taking to him? Oh, Nami loves him. Like this dude is is funny when uh. He first saw him, he grabbed him, gave him a big hug, and was like, yeah, yay. And then now in the house, if he starts crying and he's in a different area, he'll run over to like the baby, peek over, look at him, come to find one of us and be like, somebody gonna take care yeah, of this? Like, what are you doing? <laughs> so it's like, that's funny. <laughs> it's real cool. He really likes his brother. So I say that now, I think when he, when he gets ordered up to pick up the toys, start playing with his toys, then we'll see uh, how much he still likes them. But now, look over like, <laughs> these are mine. So we'll see. We'll see how it goes. But yes, yeah, all good. They're so close. In, they're so close in age. I think they sh- they yeah. should have like a really good relationship. So they it won't be that di- disconnected. You know, they'll be in high yeah. school about the same time. They'll be mm-hmm. experiencing a lot of the same stuff. That whole yeah. tag along situation. See, me and my brother we separated about four years. So it was just 
too much space. Yeah, you're going middle school. He's already in high school. He's like, you're not, not cool enough for me. Exactly. <laughs> like, <laughs> exactly. Yeah, he's, he's going to have all those things. So it's going to be interesting. It'll be fun. I think it's going to be a probably a rough couple of years when he turned like six months to eight months and he starts learning how to punch, not knowing his shrimp because, you know, babies tend to throw things and they, they well out. And when he turns, Nami turns two, he's going to be like, hey, stop. But the baby's like, I want to play. So we'll see how that interaction works. I'll keep you informed as we all, you know, go through the uh, phase on boy uh based on boys leadership or growth throughout the time nice so what you got in learning muay thai already no but nabi's heavy-handed and i'm sure the baby's gonna be the same way oh, like nabi's learning how to throw I, now nabi's heavy-handed is nabi's okay <laughs> his hands are just as the average you know with that proportionate to the size of his big old body that's very true they you still think he's two over three <laughs> so, somebody asked me, is he, how old is he, three? Said, no, he's only seven, 16 months. He'll be 17 tomorrow, but like, wow. Whoa. I'm like, yeah. I feel sorry for you. <laughs> <laughs> he's just said he's wearing a size eight shoe now already. So, yeah, yeah. So how was it, man? How was the delivery wow. and everything, you man? Sit, hold on, hold on. You need to... <laughs> <laughs> Gentle that man in the West Coast to stomp out some of them forest fires. <laughs> he already been choosed? Yeah, yeah, he's Dude, already in size eight. Wow. Mm-hmm. I got him got him a pair of the, uh, the the KD Fire Isis, and he yeah, he's rocking those, and they're eight, and it's it just fits. That's a, that's it's that's great. gonna be interesting. Bro. You're gonna yeah. Be, yeah, you're gonna be eight. Yeah. Eight. Mm-hmm. At one month old. Uh, yep, sixteen months. Year, no, no, not not the baby. The baby's not wearing shoes yet. Nandi's wearing to yeah, the other eight. Oh, okay, all right. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> no, 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 I was confused. I thought we were talking about the baby. I'm right, like, yeah, no, baby has right, said that one month. <laughs> I, you know, I was confused. I was like, whoa, whoa. I know that? we got some big babies over there. Yeah, Come no. on, man. The baby, the baby has big, has big feet, and hopefully next week I can bring it down here and, and uh, you know, get my little unveiling. Oh, okay. Yeah. <laughs> but the birth, the, the birth was crazy. It was four, 14, 14 uh, hours of labor. Um, we we went in there to get checked up to see, you know, if he's ready. And doctor was like, "Yeah, go in." So we never went home. We, we spent six days in the hospital because we just waited for the first day, and then we just waiting for it and waiting. And then finally, they were like, "All right, let's go." So um, yeah, it was a it was long, long process, but he was here. He came out, you know, happy and didn't cry much at all. He the first little went and that was pretty much it. Like his brother, like neither one of them cried. They opened their eyes immediately. Um, so it's good. He's still not a crier. He may cry a couple minutes to eat, but other than that, we would forget he was here. That's what's up, man. Sounds like he's gonna be an easy baby. Did you cry? Uh, hold uh, no, not this time. I cried on Nambi. This time I was like, all right, cool. Like, I was like looking this time to see what's happening. I know I'm done. I know I'm done. So I was like, let me just see what's going on inside there now. Let me see, look, look at everything. Oh boy. Yeah. We cannot let Ace ever see this podcast. <laughs> you didn't cry for me, Dad. It's like, dang, man, you already showing faces, man. What's he got happening? all, he got all the love. It's just, I don't know, like the first baby, you're like, oh, I gotta, oh, you know, this one's like, oh, cool, all right, let's do this. <laughs> yeah. I start walking. I start walking. <laughs> that, um, I can't even remember what the product is that they're selling. It might be Geico or something, but that commercial where the mom at first they have the newborn. Oh yeah, he's like here. <laughs> <laughs> all these rules and regulations on what to do with the baby. Comes mm-hmm. the second one, she's all dirty, just dipping the face. Like, go ahead, do whatever. 
I'm it's out. true. That's so true. Nowadays, there's no, like, he's not getting away with anything. He's crying. I'm like, yeah, he's fine. Or exactly. He's like, it's hungry. crazy like, how It's totally right? different. Your body's like, nah. Oh, he fell? He'll be all right. Just let him roll over. <laughs> it's <all similar. laughs> You have to experience parents who try to tell the new parents, you know, all of these things. And, oh, no, my baby's different. No. Yeah. <laughs> oh, it's so crazy. And then after they go through it, they're like, oh, man, I would have saved so much. Oh, my gosh. Yes. Yes. I would have been able to do so many more activities. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> exactly. Wow. So, yeah, it's all, it's all good. So now I'm just uh, getting ready for the move. We're moving in a couple in a month or so. So uh, I was hoping to move before baby was born. He didn't, we didn't do it. So now we're going to move in December. Uh, so when that comes up, I'll be moving. Then we'll get our room back because technically we've been living on a couch because Nambi has the uh, the master bedroom <laughs> and we're downstairs with baby. <laughs> So how is Nambi had a master bedroom? Because listen, listen, if you want the baby yeah. to sleep eight hours, <laughs> you, you do choice. What you gotta do? <laughs> so, That's fair. So couple, couple more, what two months now? No, I'll be back in my bed. I bought, got a new bed. I think I may have slept five days in that bed. <laughs> so it's still a brand new bed. So I'm looking forward to enjoying that. But yeah, we'll have their own room. Except for the part where there's going to be a sink in the mattress. <laughs> no, he, he has he has his own crib, so he's good. He Yeah, he's good to go. But yes, I'm looking forward to getting my so room he back. he has his own king-size bed? <laughs> <laughs> he, he should. He's big enough. Thank you. Soon the rest is you raising. Now he still sleeps in the crib? Yeah, yeah, but it's always to the bottom. Always to the bottom. You know it's special, wow. Nate. Come on. Like, and his his head's literally, he's like, he stands up, he's over the thing like, hey, y'all coming to get me? No, no, yeah, all right, cool. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, that's <laughs> how I got to look to see if I can drop Asher's mattress down any further. Mm-hmm. Especially now that he's figured out how to climb, but he hasn't oh. tried it with crib yet. Oh, yeah. oh exactly. Asher's Summer. on the ground, next thing you know, he's up on the bed. Yeah, yeah, uh-huh. <laughs> Those are some of the greatest videos, man. Y'all have the uh, the cameras in the house to record them? Yeah. Yeah, mine's not record. Mine's just, it can record one or two, but it's just there to see. Right, yeah, same thing. Uh, we have the same camera, so. We do. Yeah. And it's still, and it's hot trash. It is hot trash. <laughs> <laughs> okay. It, it is hot trash. I heard the name that company. Yeah, <laughs> right. Uh, we don't want to <laughs> say that the name is such. Right. That joke could just randomly just <laughs> offline. Oh, yeah. Offline. <laughs> not, not coming back on. Yep. Yeah. Delete and add it all. <laughs> and was this yes. a gift or is this something y'all came across like y'all actually bought? I think ours was on the registry. Yeah, mm-hmm. so it was so it's ours. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, so you put it on the registry, so it ain't really. It's, the it said it was said it was best of the best, then and probably made it worse. Uh, Art might have bought mine. Yeah, I think so. And mm-hmm. I think I bought his. Yeah. <laughs> Easy. So y'all looking out for each other. Yeah. That's what's yeah. So we bought each other trash. Do they come with like a pre-made kind of like, yo, this is all the stuff that you guys will need, or did you guys go one by one item? Yeah, yeah. No, no, I, I went through the whole like maybe oh, this thing. With the gun. Oh, oh that's right. You were I did mine I did mine online. I did mine just from Babies and Rust just clicking. It took me like three hours to oh, do it. Wow. But you know I had like two thousand things I narrowed down to what I wanted. You would have had so much fun just running around the store. I when he went through with the gun, I think I added like three things. <laughs> he added three thousand. Camouflage, camouflage, camouflage. Yeah. Daddy, daddy. That's it. <laughs> Done. Well, congratulations once again, man. Can't right, wait to see AC on the podcast. Yes, man. How's he yes. 
She's good, man. She's good. She's um, she's up and out, walking around, doing her thing. Um, she feels good. I mean, baby two was a little rough in the beginning for a couple of days, mm. a couple of weeks. Uh, but then after that, she's she's back. Yeah, she's back in her thing now. She's up and moving around. But she got time off. She's good. She's off until um, January. So yeah, she's gonna be good. She's well. Awesome, man. Well, can't wait to come back to you for Arts Corner, man. But right right about now, I want to go, uh, I want to talk a little motivation. We haven't done that in a while, man. Carol, this is your wheelhouse, man. So I'm expecting. Man, I was expecting Jay Dace to, to be here to drive this wheel. <laughs> I really was as well. But um, I didn't, uh, I, I forgot he was. But since you are here, you the man. I want to talk about uh, this uh, sense of entitlement situation, man. Um, I was listening to a podcast not too long ago. It was actually uh, Belly, the rapper we talked about a while ago, Fresh. And he was on Rap Radar talking about some things. And he made this like statement talking about, uh, if it should be you, it would be you. And um, I just thought that was pretty, pretty accurate, man. And then I think about some times where, or some people I know, or people just in general that are going through things or are striving to be the best or whatever, but striving to accomplish a goal. But they have this sense of, I should be there already. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. I'm supposed to be making it there already. And not from a standpoint of, you know, I can see it and I'm envisioning it. So I'm trying to put it out to the universe to attract those things back to me. But really feeling like I've done what I need to do to get there. Why am I not there already? So feeling like you're supposed to have something that you just don't have right now. And I think of two situations, and ironically enough, they both involve you and I, Carol. Uh, but the first one is a, a training that you kind of helped me coordinate uh, when you were still here in Maryland. And, you know, at the time, we had got, I got everybody together to do this regional, quote, uh, pretty much regional training. Um, and, you know, it was successful, went well, and I wanted to see it continue on, you know, a regular basis. And I got a lot of, pu- or got some pushback behind it. And, you know, I didn't feel like, I felt like, you know, no, they, these people are, they should be doing what I need them to do to accomplish this specific task. Like, this is what I want to see happen with this event. And instead of kind of attacking, figure out ways, mitigate, you know, the, the, the circumstances or whatnot, I kind of just let it fall by the wayside because like I said before, I felt entitled to you know being able to make this event bigger or it being what i envisioned it to be and instead of working with people i kind of just let it fall by the wayside and i didn't really think a whole lot of it until you and i sat down and had a conversation at which point you uh you pointed out a couple of things first on how it looked from you know my standpoint and how I just kind of dropped the ball on something that eventually could have been great and I just let somebody else kind of take the reins of something that uh, I, I started. And then you also threw out a word that I hate to be associated with and that's you know mediocrity or mediocre. And you challenged me in that instance and I feel like I wouldn't have risen from that occasion. I would have stayed in my own sense of self-entitlement if it had not been for you challenging, you know, me on that occasion. Uh, so I really want to talk through that because I think that there's a lot of examples on a regular basis where we as individuals, whether we're in feeling little to certain things, but we're not doing what all we need to do to be able to come to those things. And then the second instance, which is more of a success story, which will be yours, um, is when you first applied for a position because at the time you were trying to get back to Florida. And there was a position open that you were, <clears throat> you felt like you were over uh, qualified enough for to get the position. And 
you know, you apply for it and everything, and you find out weeks later that you don't get the position. In actuality, someone with a little less tenure with the company had got it. Um, and I love the way you handled that situation. And this is at the time when you were still running our team, and you came and you talked to us about it. And I can't remember the exact words, but you talked about what being great to you, how your great wasn't, I guess, great enough for the next person. Maybe you can, you know, put a little bit of sauce on it, make it sound a little bit more eloquent. But in the end, you didn't let that discourage you or from achieving the goals that you had set out. And lo and behold, a few months later, I believe, you end up not only managing one store, but two. So you were not only uh, granted the position you wanted, but you were given extra responsibility and back in Florida where you started. So that sense of entitlement that you had started with, you didn't let that hinder your progress. You fought through it and were able to make those things, the necessary changes happen to be able to see your, I guess, dream or goal going to fruition. So let's go back to, to the first situation. And right, you, you, you created this training that all intents and purposes, um, it was a good training. And my whole thing was was that it seemed like you wanted, you wanted to have instant confirmation that it was great. And in your situation, because you were doing something that nobody had done before, nobody's going to immediately come out and say, hey, that was awesome because it's a it's an unacknowledged competition between yourself and everybody else is trying to grow. So you have to realize when you go out there and you do something great, it's not a one-time thing. Um, it's not a one-time event. We're looking for consistency. And a lot of times in our lives, that's what we do. We go out and we do this one thing. It could be in our household, uh, in our marriage, it could be at work whatever it might be, and you do this one thing that you think is so great that you think that should carry you through for a period of time. And you want that acknowledgement. And to go a little bit further deeper into, into that particular situation, one of the things you said was that you were expecting, I, 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 I was expecting. And I try to tell people when you wanna grow, it is no longer about you. It's about the other people and what you're doing. And that was my challenge to you. Hey, your training was good, but what could you have done to make it better and make a bigger impact that when somebody goes back to their office and they're performing at a certain level and they ask them, hey, well, what was the change or what event can I identify with this change I saw in this person? And that would be you. And a lot of people are going through life. Like, let's say life was a volleyball game. Everybody wants to be in the front. <laughs> right? During everybody want to get that game. spike. <laughs> because everybody wants that spike and they want to be set up. Everybody wants to be set up. However, the real position where you hold the most power on the volleyball court is as the server. Correct, sir. And you're serving to the skill set and to the 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 benefit of others. Because even if you don't get a spike, you're going to send the ball somewhere that when they try to return it, your strongest people get the opportunity, right, to, mm -hmm. to, to do something with it. And I think if we line ourselves up into the position of serving, like if I can serve 11 points straight, mm -hmm. we in there. 
we, we're in there. Or if I can serve to the point where they never get the ball back over the net because my people in the front are going to take care of it. And that's the thing. You have to be able to identify people's roles and identify, more importantly, your role and how you can serve others and you develop those people and through those people being developed it then comes back to what is the commonality between all these people being developed and that commonality ended up being you and people were so envious of the training that you had put on that as you said and alluded to somebody else came along and grabbed your training and they started doing it and i just looked at you like you lost exactly. it wow. you lost. yeah exactly. right and that person used that as their stepping stone to get to the next level. And so I'm gonna stop you right there because it's a it's an important piece to that where you like you let it happen, right? And I'm sitting here thinking it should have came back to me. And so it's a, a it's a dangerous word in there. That word should because you're putting a lot of expectations and hopes that's up in the air instead of being the one to make something happen. And that's what. I really want to inspire people to be able to do not not sit here and put it on the whim of chance or thinking that this should happen or living in a fantasy world because should just means like yeah it's almost like uh i say i say this all the time um uh potential you know what i'm saying potential is just another word for somebody who hasn't done some, anything yet you know what i'm saying so when you're talking about what should be yours nah change that around and talk about what will be yours and then start actually you're going to do to make sure it is yours and understand that what may be great to yourself might not be great to the next person so you really need to you know look at that and how you can enhance those things so that you can impact the next person should should is not concrete should is in the same bucket of chance and probability yep and probability is if you don't own whatever that title is that you want then somebody else is going to get it if you don't own it and that's what it. I always tell people. If you want to get to a certain level, then you need to act the part that you want and do the things that would bring that title. The title is not your green light to now act in this capacity. The title is confirmation that you've been acting in this capacity. Exactly. Mm. Exactly. And then moving along to your situation, man, and how you ended up back down in Florida or whatnot and the way that you kind of handled that, man. Like I said, I love the way that you expressed that to the team. So I'm going to allow you to go through that once again. So to I'm go through that. <laughs> um, so I'm trying, that. I'm trying to remember that. how I did that one. So what I did in that situation was, okay, I interviewed. I have people saying that, hey, this is messed up. You should have been in this position. Um but instead of sitting there and licking my wounds and being like, oh my gosh, I can't believe this. I use my situation to try and motivate the team because for all intents and purposes, I had all these great things that I had done. And what I tried to show them was that, hey, your great only goes but so far. There's somebody else who's great may go beyond yours. That's what it is. Mm -hmm. When you try to line it up, your, your great doesn't measure up to their great. And you have to keep continuing to develop yourself and find out what is that next level of great that you could get to and not just rest on your laurels thinking that oh man I did all this stuff I am the man I am unstoppable I am the woman mm -hmm. nobody else but until you actually get compared to somebody else <laughs> you really don't know mm -hmm. right like you could be the you could be the fastest person in your school year. yeah it doesn't year. matter and when you go to the Olympics, you were the number one qualifier in your country, and then you're dead last. 
Exactly. Yep. <laughs> so it's not. It happens. It, it happens all the time. Um, and I may have said Chitsnia. I meant said Chisnia. Chisnia. <laughs> oh, <laughs> what is that? Hey man, wow. it's a country. It's a country. Yeah, Chisnia <laughs> is yeah. But now we're with the shits. Yeah. No. <laughs> yes. Let's go there. Now, nah, but uh, yeah. before we go but, there, man. And, yeah. and again, instead of just reflecting and 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 on myself, we had a team at the time that there were many people that wanted to aspire to get to the next level, and they felt like, oh, what I'm doing is awesome. Meanwhile, I know that what you're you think is awesome is average, mm-hmm. someplace else. And my thing was, I need you to challenge yourself to always get to a, a universal level of awesome and not just a localized uh, level of awesome. Exactly, man. I used to, it, it's so frustrating, man, because you think you do something great in the office, man, and you start throwing out that word great. And Carol start asking you all kinds of questions like, but what about this? And what about that? What about mm-hmm. this? And what about that? But as a manager and a leader of men, you know, that's, that's kind of how you do it, man. Iron sharpens iron. So, Moral of the story, ladies and gentlemen, don't let that should drive your life. Go out there and get it. take reins, man. Don't uh, don't be a passenger. Don't be uh, passive in your development or whatever uh, goal that it is you're trying to accomplish. Yeah, and and look, you, you have to understand why you're trying to accomplish these goals. And what I always try to tell people, you can't accomplish a goal the same way somebody else did because you're not that person. Absolutely. So yeah, you, have to, you have to figure out what is your spin on it going to be? How are you going to move forward from there? Because you can't do it like your friend did it. Mm-hmm. And it's crazy because, you know, if you think of yourself in the corporate atmosphere, since we kind of won that subject mm-hmm. and whatnot, you are one amongst many. So how are you going to stand out? You know, and I, I'll be the first to claim that I'm not the most creative person in, in the universe at all. But there are specific attributes that we all possess. There are specific things that we all are great at. And once you figure that out, you tap into that and how you can manage that, that's what's going to shine above everything else. That's what's going to get you to that next level. So tapping into that is key. Knowing yourself, knowing what it is that you want to do and how you want to do it. Your message. Yeah. Well, not just your message, but it's going to be hard for you to reach your level of great if you're trying to be great like somebody else. Mm -hmm. Right. Yeah. And I, I wish I wish Mr. Logistics was on here. He shared a, a, a link with us yesterday, um, and it came from uh, from Kill Bill, where Bill was talking about volume two. Yeah, volume yes. two, um, where he was talking about superheroes and the mythology of superheroes. And one of the things he talked about was um, Peter Parker wakes up as Peter Parker. Batman, he actually wakes up as Bruce Wayne, and then they put on a costume to become these people. However, Superman was actually born Superman, and he wakes up Superman and puts on a costume to be Clark Kent. Mm-hmm. So he tries to dumb down mm-hmm. and, and uh, basically downgrade who he is while everybody else is trying to upgrade. And there are a lot of people, you know, myself included. At some point in life, you know, I left Superman at home because mm-hmm. I was trying to fit into the mold of what I thought I was also Or some of you, you do it to get married. You do it to get into a relationship. You kind of leave Superman at home. Well, some of you turn off the lights and you become Superman. But <laughs> that's, 
that's a story for another day. <laughs> Superman lover. Oh, but, but you do some things that you normally wouldn't do that's outside of who you really are. Like mm-hmm. for me, for instance, uh, when I first met my wife, one of our first dates, I cooked, right? <laughs> I should have set the expectation at that point that look, hey, this isn't something I do all the time. <laughs> I I cook. I'm event. I'm an event driven cooker, right? Like if something great is going on, yeah, yeah, I make my contribution. Now you've been held to that standard. <laughs> well, that's that's a problem. She feel like she was hoodwinked because you <laughs> <laughs> rope adult me. I don't like washing dishes. Like no, I can say the same thing, but we ain't gonna go there. That's a story but, for another but, but so, but with with the uh, with with the downgrading, do you think that frustration also can do that? So if you've been somewhere and you're you're doing your thing, you're really trying to be the Superman, but you can't get through the barriers that you just. You just so you're frustrated enough. You just let it go, and you become a part of the minion group, just just so that you can just fit through and coast through that process. Well, I think that's more settling than um than it is uh, the frustration. Regardless, you have to push push past the frustration, but also it's it's about understanding. Like I think that we as people send tend to create these false timelines and and you know these you know hey if I don't do it in this amount of time there's something wrong it's okay to create a um uh, a time frame to motivate yourself but to not get so discouraged if you're making the progress but it's not in the same time that you had initially uh thought it was going to take right this is where jay would jump in and he would say it's about the journey not the destination mm-hmm. and a, a lot of times we don't realize that phenomenal yeah phenomenal <laughs> phenomenal <laughs> Wakanda. Yeah. A lot of times we don't realize that again, as I said, you act the part that you want. So when you're doing these things that are next level, you should not you should not be surprised that you haven't got whatever that thing is yet because whoever, whether it be your spouse, your boss, uh your fellow student peers um it's you should not be surprised when they don't immediately because at some point it becomes the expectation that this is what you do this is this is expected behavior from you and a lot of us give up before we actually get that recognition or that acknowledgement of what we've been doing and um there's a meme out there or whatever it is it shows a guy that's digging a tunnel trying to get to diamonds and he gives up like right before that last yeah they have one with a carrot too yeah there's another one with a carrot exactly and a a lot of us that's how we're going through life that's how we go through it in our relationships work school you'll be right there but because you're experiencing a hardship or the road is not going as you planned it to go and it's taking a little bit longer and then you give up right before you reach that finish line yeah man and I can attest to that frustration thing and I think one of the biggest things that I had to learn dealing with that specifically is that you have to kind of you can't take it on on yourself and when I talk about that I'm talking about your an appraisal of your performance so you gotta solicit you know that type of feedback or whatnot because otherwise like you're in your head and you're kind of going along thinking that I'm doing x y and z there's no reason I shouldn't be at the level that I feel like I should be at but 
once again, you start talking about I. Carol pointed that out a little bit, a little, a little earlier, a little while ago. So I think that's when you start looking into other, like th those people who are in positions that you're aspiring to be at. You kind of reach out to them to figure out hey, what, is, what is it that I should be doing? Or what is it that I'm doing that's not allowing me to get to this point? Because not only are you expressing that interest to get to the next level, you don't succumb to the frustration and they look at you and like, oh yeah, I thought, you know, Brett was a good candidate, but you know, he kind of just fell back. So, you know, I'll go on to Johnny who seems to be a little bit more interested than he I think it's twofold though. It's, it's, it's one, you have to, especially in your work environment and your relationships, open dialogue and be able right. to discuss things. But I, the bigger um, number two is that you have to be able to consume criticism. And, and most people cannot take when, especially when you think that you have, you know, given it your all and done such an amazing job for somebody to tell you, oh yeah, well, just like Carol did, you know, oh, well, what could you have done to make it better? Or, you know, you really could have done this, or, you know, this piece was missing, or, you know, that part that you thought was just so amazing, was it really wasn't what, what resonated with me? You know, so it's, it's, it's being able to encourage the dialogue, but then being accepting and able to consume what is, you know, not always the most uh, positive uh, replies. Yeah, and one of the things we have to realize is that in any, let's say you're trying to have a relationship or you're trying to get to the next level, your instances of I decrease as you move up or as you become more serious in a relationship because there become more important things. And that's why I encourage people before you want to get to the next level or before you want to get into a relationship, you have to establish that, that foundation, which is you, you have to spend your time building and solidifying that and understanding who you are. A lot of people respond to criticism badly because you're already in question about who you are and therefore you think you're this person and somebody criticizes you. Now you have to go back and rethink it. It's because that mirror, a lot of people mm -hmm. do not like criticism because of the mirror it puts on them and, and the light that it shines on them. And especially when you feel or think that you're doing something in such an amazing way for somebody to be able to point out, oh, well, you know, your toe actually wasn't pointed. You know, yes, you might've kicked your foot higher than everybody else, but your toe wasn't pointed. Your toe wasn't pointed. And that's really what stood out the most to me. Mm -hmm. It didn't matter that, you know, it was so high. And that's the thing, for somebody that's not sure about themselves or they put on a false sense of confidence, the last thing they want to see is themselves in the mirror because mm -hmm. now they're forced to go back and analyze themselves and they hate it. Pe pe people hate that we, we hate that we don't like that if we're not sure and we're not confident in who we are we don't know that image of us and who we are we're not that superman that we've come to grips with the fact that we're superman and this is our responsibility hate it mm. there it is fellas i appreciate y'all indulging me in that conversation excuse me art Coming your way next, man. It's been a while. What you got for us in the Arts Corner? <laughs> it's Arts Corner. Right? Oh, man. Mm. Mm. Oh, it's wow. Arts Corner. It's been so much uh, going on in life. I don't even know what I need to What's start What's grinding with. your gears? What's grinding your What's gears What's grinding babies? my gears? Well, right now, I'm just thinking about the fact that I have to go back to work and get my mindset right. 
Now, you know, I've been off for, we'll say, 26 days, 25 days or so. I'm so and sorry. I'm so sorry to interrupt you. But Art has absolutely the most amazing auto-reply that I've ever got <laughs> from somebody. Like, it made me literally rethink what was going on with my computer. I didn't know if there was a virus for a second because he literally has something like, you've been charged, like, $2 per uh, word or something like that. It's it's a great message. But I go ahead. <laughs> no worries. Yeah, I, I got one for internal and external. My internal one is is uh, a reference to Back to the Future. Um, but uh, yeah, so it's just you know getting my mindset ready to go. It's it's you know um, my cousin got married over the weekend, so I saw her get married. I went to DR. I was gone for a little bit, came back, did that process. But um, now I'm just kind of getting myself set up. I'm going to be going to a conference this week on this weekend coming up. So like, I'm still not into the flow of things, but the phone calls are starting to come back again. And you're kind of like, don't want to answer the calls, but I know I had to. So I'm kind of just like, yeah, oh, okay. Yeah, so I tell today I cracked the email open up. I saw what came in. I'm kind of now just going through. I, I made it. I sent all my email. 627, I think. Um, which is not days. bad. Yeah, I, I thought I'd be higher, so it's good. Um, Select all, mark all. <laughs> right, right. But the thing is that I, I put it into a folder, so it's all in its own folder. And literally, I had the, uh, um, I did the, you know, the, the parameters while I'm on vacation, yep, so I yep. can go there and see what came through. Um, but yeah, you know what? That's my corner right now, and just kind of getting myself back in the flow of things. Uh, I'm yeah, just still on cloud nine. I'm on cloud nine with a baby. It doesn't matter what's going on. You know, at the end of the day, I now a father times two. And that five o'clock bell that rings when work's over, like the Flintstones. <laughs> Boop. Sorry, away message. Uh, because now things are about to change. It's gonna get totally different when you have one maybe start preschool in December or January, and then one still in the flow of things. That time is important. So I wish you really reflect on on me and what's happening. How I'm gonna make sure these guys are in the right path. Nice, nice. Hey man, we were definitely glad to to have you back. Uh, I'm excited to be here, man. I'm sure the the the, the viewers have uh, missed you all as the well. Fret, all all uh, the, the phase of nights. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And let me ask you a question, man. Have you um have you started watching the Inhumans? Yes, and everyone's talking about it, and it's I think it's great. So anyone who says it's bad can step on oh, a rock. Oh, oh, oh! <laughs> with no shoe on. <laughs> with no shoe on. It is. It, I think. I think it's great. First of all, they got to understand the Inhumans and where they come from. Why? Yes, they are the broke X Men. That's fine. I respect that. <laughs> that's their stature. But it's good. And so and it's I like, like it. watching the GoBots. <laughs> That's funny. That's funny. Or, or, or you know about or, the GoBots spread or, or watching or watching Digimon when you're trying to Yu-Gi-Oh. It's or so watching, you see you see somebody's quiet over there. You hey, see man. Or watching the cars. I have no idea what y'all talking about right or now. Or watching the cars of Ultron. Oh, yeah, I will say though. <laughs> I will say though. I did get a chance to watch uh, the first half of it over the weekend. I had no idea this movie was like three hours long, two DVDs or whatever. Oh. Oh, oh, the original? original? Yes. Oh, yeah, the original. Uh, yes, yes. I wanted to see the original uh, before I watched the uh, the new one. Definitely now I understand the battery acid uh, reference, Carol. <laughs> that, <laughs> that joke was crazy, but um, all in all, like, so I, I still got to watch the second half, but I don't appreciate Buddy uh, doing what he did in the bathtub at the end of that, man. That was pretty lame. Um, uh, well, at the end of the first half of it, I guess, when he was in the bathtub and it just written on the wall. 
It's like, why, why would you do something like that? But, uh, yeah. You know, the funny thing about it that I didn't think about until like just recently, I haven't seen a new one yet, so I still gotta go see that, but I'll see it on Netflix. Um, but that fact that it is literally not just about the one person, it's about each of their own individual its that make it crazy. Yes. And people will think it's all about Pennywise. And that's nah, not even it. He takes it's so much whatever more. It is that they yeah. So much more. It's your yeah. fear. Yeah. It's, yeah, it's whatever so, you're scared of. So yep. I thought whatever that was pretty... it is. Yeah, so. Yeah, because at first I'm, like, I'm watching, I'm like, dog, is this just going to be a, a big flashback the whole time? Or are they going to actually get to what's actually going on? Meat potatoes, what's going on? And then you're like, yo, this is crazy, yeah, son. This is crazy. Yeah. Right, so. But uh, the second half I, coming soon. But I was mad to the humans factor. I did see it in the, I did see the two episodes in IMAX. Mm-hmm. So I was really excited about that. And I, I came home and I'm like, oh, we're going to start with episode three. Because I would say it again. Wrong. They played one and two again, and I was so angry because I wasted seventeen dollars. I could have saw it at home, <laughs> so that made me a little upset. But other than that, it's good. It. Nice. Easy, easy. So fresh. Yes, sir. Got fresh, got the fresh jam of the week, man. What you got for the people this week, bro? Um, you know the people were a little uh, distraught. I've been on my jazz, you know, a little bit more humble tip, you know, as of lately. They say, yo, Fresh, you know, what we really know you for is, you know, mixtapes such as Push and Place Volume 1, such as Push and Place Volume 2, such as Push and Place Volume 3. Um, and, and, you know, I got a hip-hop basic foundation, so I went ahead and I got a, a new... Not, not to mention that the uh, jazz folks didn't appreciate the attention. Because <laughs> ah. <laughs> you know, you know to, try to save jazz, jazz was saved by, you know, Ryan. <laughs> <laughs> so I went and got my man I'm an OT Genesis fan I really feel he has a nice bounce To his flow But uh, he's got a new single out It is called Everybody Mad um, And I mean Yeah everybody's mad because he getting to the money And I feel you know I feel the same way I think you should too Yeah They gonna like it Hey, man, this is what I'm talking about. I've been getting to the money. Everybody, man. I think I'm getting too much money. Everybody, man. Same moment on the block. Okay, that's enough. Same moment on the Same moment on the trap. Everybody hated on on Danny Mouse right back. I just spent a whole lot of time overseas. Never let my money cause you know I won't cheese. Hey, Curry, you gotta get used to this, man. This is what Ashley's gonna be, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, no, man, I said that our video will be on YouTube. Right? <laughs> right, 30 seconds. Man, listen. 10 seconds. <laughs> hey, Fresh, go ahead and shout out, man, the Fresh Jam of the Week one more time for we one get One more again, though. Again, that is <laughs> OT Genesis. Um, That's the same man who made you go in love with the Coco told you that you was pushing ah. it. This man is now letting you know that everybody's mad. Why? Because he has got to that bag. Everybody's mad because he gets to the money. Y'all go check it out. Fresh Jam of the Week. Yeah, we don't Genesis. own it. We just trying to give you some shine. Exactly. We just showing love. <laughs> I did see OT just got upset because somebody scratched his, um, I believe it was a Phantom Drop Top down in Miami. Um, I hope that that uh, um, valet does get uh, relieved of his duties. And I hope, OT, you get your car back to uh, 100%. Fresh so, jam of the week. I got a question about oh. OT and that Phantom. 
So the last couple of weeks, I've been really digging deep into this financial game. And I'm gonna really understand, I wanna know, is his net worth that much that he should buy a Phantom? Or is it at least like what is he doing in ten years? Well, that- you have to you have to realize. Okay, there's a different um, and this is a, a probably a different show. We might need to bring a financial advisor back. Uh, I'm sure that his net worth isn't necessarily the best for that purchase. However, um, there is um, an outside of normal people um, ring of how they're able to do jets and cars and all of this other stuff that yeah you're purchasing mm-hmm. but you're not really purchasing and you're you know able to kind of you know find creative ways of uh, you know yeah I purchased it but it's really for the rental company that then they're renting it out and I'm getting you know money off of that but there are uh... many different ways that Yes, it's not necessarily the smartest decision, but also, you know, he's getting to the money. Everybody's I mean, mad, and you, you know, you, you got to stunt on them. But I just hope that some young man listening right now understands that. Unless you're selling, happen, unless right? you're selling singles like Coco and Push It, that you know, you're just out there doing yep. a lot of shows and, and 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 making, you know, a couple million every year. You know, it's going to be consistent. I don't necessarily know it's the greatest uh, move for you, but you know, also. If you want to set up for generational exactly young, a millionaire go out there and get that, but here's, here's the other shoe. Call today, but it wait, is a, his a million, industry. It yes, is his it is. industry. That's, that's, so that's what a problem just as we too. said though, in order to uh, you know play the stature and get into the the talk and thought process of a Jay Z. Hey, Jay Z has a right. He's a you know ex rapper, rapper still. Hey, yeah. I've got I've got to get to that same seat. Let, let me ask you a question. What does Chance the Rapper drive? Okay, Camry, right? I don't think I don't even think he drives. I don't even think he does. I'm pretty sure it ain't nothing. The point that's is, fresh, the point is, exactly. we, we don't know, and we don't have to. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Hey, that's the well, whole point. Yo, all I'm saying is, is what to be a good, to be a yeah, right. Mm-hmm. To be a millionaire does not mean you make a million every year. You gotta have that in the bank at the end. So, young people, young men, young women, listen to this. Please, please, <laughs> set the next generation. I'm tired of us not having our own. Tired. That was so I think y'all giving, uh, I, I think you might be giving a little bit more credit than he's due. I'm not hating on OT. He's good for, you know, what he's good for. But are we sure uh, that thing wasn't rented? Because um, I know you do definitely have to have a certain amount of money in the bank to even be uh, qualified to get a, a Rolls Royce or whatever. But uh, is he mad because he got a scratch because he was renting it? Or is he mad because it was actually his? Well, that's if that's if he even rented it. The label might have rented it. Yeah, exactly. Uh, no, you know how it is. They pay that in the back end. Would, would, would I really look? I wouldn't be mad if I'm at the valet and they scratch my camera. <laughs> you know what I mean? That if, if it's a rental, you know what I mean? Like it's if it's a scratch, rental, yeah, I'm not yeah. worried about that. If it's mine, I'm worried about that. You know what I mean? Like, so yeah. I definitely think it was his, how, how his, I'm not sure. How but his. I did, you know what I mean? <laughs> but at the same time, I know he's definitely, um, especially, People don't understand the amount of money you can make off of oh, singles and, 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 and touring and everything, mm-hmm. and especially his. That, when you have young Caucasian children singing "I'm in love with the cocoa," yeah, yeah, yeah for sure. Not understanding what the cocoa is. I, I hope he made that money. I hope he made that money in the right spot because people right, get that money. Taxman hey, come and take it all back. Did you guys know that Two Chains used to have a different name? And he yeah, Titty Boy, Titty Boy. Mm-hmm. And he, he was on du- and he was on Duffel Bag Boy. Yeah, 
Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I think you're yeah. He was city. He was city boy. That was city <laughs> boy. That was his name. Man. He had another name too before that. He had another name before that too. They told me. Hey, I got one. City boy gonna make it big. What future's name was before future? Past. Ah, trash. Um. God, hot, dang, hot man, it was with the Dungeon Family. I can't. I'll give you. I'll give you a hint. It's something you consume. Bread. Nah, man, I can't think of it. Meat. No, Shut no, up. I definitely wasn't gonna say meat. His meat. <laughs> I'm glad you changed that. Man, why you always say no future phase on man? I don't like turn him up at all. King, bro. No, have you seen the last commercial with him and Cher? I went. I really want to turn. I don't watch TV. So I didn't so know that he was did, He's on a commercial right now with Matt. <laughs> Exactly. So he he's on a commercial right now with, on Gap with Cher and him. And he's on a Gap Cher, commercial. Cher does auto tune, so that's so it's all good. She does. She does for the last five years. Love it, love. And he's in the background, just life after life. I'm like, why are you here? What is your purpose right now? Hey. You know what? He's on. He got. He's doing. He's doing. So I'm not mad at him, but I can't listen to maybe I listen to one song of an album and I'm done. That's it. So that's all I'm saying. He can do what he does. I just think he's a, he just took the reins of T Pain and just went along with it and then moved forward. Heck no. I'm <laughs> he, not even going to dignify yeah. that with a response. He was T S T S he was. <coughs> Excuse T-Pain me. T Pain left, Preacher came in. That door opened up and he just kept going. <laughs> yeah. So before we go to you, Carol, <laughs> to close this thing on out, man, a couple of things, man. Uh, so it's a testament to how, you know, those of us on the 13th floor are actually boycotting the NFL because none of us knew that Dallas was on a bye week last week. And we just sitting around waiting to see what the players going to do, talking about what they're going to do, whether they take the knee and everything. So for all my Dallas fans, yeah, the Eagles are looking good right now. You good. Whatever. <laughs> I'm, not, I'm not watching and it sucks because they're doing good. <laughs> ah, exactly. No foosball. I, I really want to know what Dallas fans think on the state of Jerry, man. What are they looking for this uh, this Sunday, I believe they plan, especially with Zeke looking like he might have to sit these six games coming up. Mm. Uh, but yeah, you're a Dallas fan, man. Get connected with us. Leave us a comment. On uh, the third floor, page right out of the pie. Let us what you think about what Dallas is going to do. Also, one other thing, man, I have to shout it out because it's coming up real soon. Black Minds Matter. So, this is an online public course inspired by Black Lives Matter, addressing the status of black boys and men in education from grade school to college and university settings, focusing on issues like microaggressions, school to prison pipelines exclusionary discipline, stereotypes, a bunch of stuff, man. It's being taught by a man named J. Luke Wood. He's a professor of community college leadership and director of a joint PhD education at San Diego State University. Black Minds Matter, I think this is really important for us as men to get involved with this. It starts October 23rd, it runs through December 11th. It's uh, basically a webinar. Uh, we're gonna put a post up to shoot you the link so you can get connected with that. It's, you can search on YouTube, Black, Black Minds Matter page, um, and check it out, see what they have to offer. They have a lot um, of special guests coming on, but it's really something that's gonna impact our community in a positive way. Um, so definitely shout out Black Minds Matter. That starts October 23rd and it goes through December 11th. Um, and yeah, get connected with us on Facebook at 13th Floor. You can also email us at the 13th Floor at flagology.com. I don't know what the heck happened to Carol, man. I'm I think uh, it, it got him. <laughs> right? Pennywise. So, uh, 
Yeah, man. I wasn't prepared to close the show out. Faison, you got something for the people? A fresh? What y'all want to do? I mean, you know, I think the way that Carol would have closed it out, you know, he would have said, people, you are. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> See what I got so, for the people. Yeah. Uh, you know, being motivated to uh, push others don't allow, uh, you know, what you find as shortcomings or you not accomplishing things in the time frame that you thought you would accomplish them set you from continuing to push through. Um, I think one of my favorite quotes from a Disney movie is Dory in, um, geez, I just lost the name of the keep movie. Finding Nemo. There you go, uh, exactly. Finding Nemo. Finding just keep swimming. And, and that's the truth. In life, you need to do the same thing. A lot of us get uh, you know, distraught and we get uh, pushed down when we're not able to do the things that we think in the same time frame that we want to accomplish them. And, you know, when people pop back up on you like that, you have to be able to go ahead and, and push through and say, hey, I'm not going to let, you know, a small victory or a small gain that did not put me in the position I expected be what, uh, you know, stops me from attaining my true greatness. Ain't that right, Coach K? Sure you're right. There it is, ladies and gentlemen. We want to thank you all for listening with us here on the 13th floor where the furniture isn't always the best, but the views are amazing. Now is your time. All right, all right, all right. All right. I know you say you was resting, bro. Come on, man. Come on, man. You're not going to get it. So late. I'm rusty. He gets over there. What kind of... Oh, they're hot, they're hot, they're hot.